Welcome to the Finding Jesus Podcast. I am your host, Jenny Odom, and I will be talking about random spiritual thoughts that pop into my head. Thank you for joining me, and let's begin. Tonight, I counted eight people who were sitting alone at church, and that was just who I could see in my back corner. My friends, that is eight people too many. Sitting alone at church is one of the most lonely things I've ever experienced. I'm comfortable with living alone. I've done that for the past year and a half. I'm comfortable with going on adventures alone, like horseback riding and kayaking, and going to places that seem sketchy at sketchy hours of the day which I probably shouldn't do, but you know what, that's okay. I'm comfortable with doing things and going to places alone. But there is no kind of lonely like sitting alone at church. You feel disconnected. Like you're an outsider looking onto others who are connected with each other, worshiping together. It's almost as though you don't belong, even if you know people there. In a congregation like the one I attend, it's easy to overlook those sitting alone or those who aren't actively involved with the various ministries. When you average 500 to 800 people attending worship, it's easy to miss those people. But church, we've got to do something about it. If Jesus was willing to sit with sinners and tax collectors and Gentiles and even those who would betray him and murder him, What does that say about you and I if we aren't willing to include them and sit with them? I am reminded of the parable of the Good Samaritan in Luke chapter 10, verses 25 through 37. And the story starts out with this man being beaten and left for dead in the middle of nowhere on a road that is so dangerous. They didn't have phones back then. He's probably wondering, how am I going to get home? Who's going to take care of my wife and children? Who's going to tell them that I'm never going to come back because I'm dead and I'm going to be eaten by the wildlife in this area? Who's going to tell them? That is such a hopeless and desperate situation that this man is in. And who comes along first? The priest. A priest comes along. Surely somebody who is supposed to be a spiritual leader in the church, in the synagogue, hopefully he would have the sense and knowledge and compassion to stop and help this guy. Can you imagine how much hope the guy would have felt if he saw a priest walking down the road? But the priest just kept on going. He didn't stop. He didn't ask him if he was okay. He didn't send anyone else to help him. And then a Levite comes along, surely. Somebody who knows the law, who knows, hey, you're supposed to treat others with kindness and be kind to one another. Surely somebody who knows the law would stop and help this man, right? Maybe his hope increased a little bit. Like, okay, maybe maybe I will make it home to my wife and children. But then the Levite keeps walking as well. He just keeps on going. And finally... A Samaritan walked by, and Samaritan and Jews did not get along. Can you imagine the guy thinking, man, it's a Samaritan. He's probably either going to finish me off or steal whatever I have left. 
or even just keep walking, there's no way this guy would stop and help me. But guess what? He stopped. He helped him. He didn't care about the guy bleeding all over himself, his donkey. He didn't care. All he saw was a human being in need. He didn't care what the guy looked like or smelled like or that he was bleeding. He didn't care about those things. But he chose to help him. And he went the second mile with him too. He didn't just take him to the city gates and drop him off and say, good luck. I got you this far. No, he took him to the inn and he made sure he got the help that he needed and then he came back the next day to pay for all the things that the guy needed. A Samaritan, the least likely of all, stopped and helped this guy. Church, sometimes we are like the priest and the Levite. Sometimes we see somebody sitting alone or struggling or in need and we just go on. Or sometimes we just say, hey, I'm, I'm going to pray for you. But church, we, we can do more. We might think it's good enough that we're showing up and we encourage the people that we see every Sunday and Wednesday. We might think that it's enough that we show up and we encourage and talk to the people that we already know. And there's nothing wrong with that. But church... It's not good enough if we aren't reaching out to those that get overlooked. It's not who Jesus wanted us to be or needs us to be if we're showing up and not stepping out of our comfort zone to reach those who might need encouragement. There are people who are sitting in our pews who are hurting, who are needing help, who are needing encouragement, who are needing somebody to show them Jesus' love. But who is going to step out of their comfort zone and reach them and talk to them, encourage them? You don't even have to know their name to be an encouragement to somebody. Being with people who you might not even know establishes a better connection between the church. The church is to be connected and that connection binds us closer to the Lord. It binds us closer together. And it creates a church that can withstand anything that Satan can throw our way. It is so important that we look for those who are overlooked. Those who aren't as connected as they could be. Those who aren't as involved as they could be. Because church, these people need us. They need to see Jesus. We have to show them Jesus. Jesus did that all the time. The Samaritan at the well. There's so many stories throughout the Bible of things that Jesus did, of how Jesus helped those who are lost and sick and hurting, who needed someone to be with them. Jesus did that. What are we willing to do? Are we willing to go out and do the things that Jesus did without fear in our hearts? Fear is an avenue that Satan can use to keep us apart from each other, to keep 
from becoming the strong church that we need to be. It is so important that we work together to be the example that everyone needs. And church, I'm not good at this either. I am comfortable sitting with my family at church every Sunday and Wednesday. I'm comfortable sitting with the people that I already know. But how much more of a blessing is it to me and to others if I go and sit with somebody who's sitting alone or sitting with somebody who doesn't really talk to anybody, someone who just shows up and then leaves. And I understand sometimes people need to just show up and then leave because I've got so many other things going on. And I understand that. I get that. But for the people who constantly show up and then leave because they don't have anyone that they're trying to look for and trying to talk to, that's an issue, church. We need to show the love of Jesus to others and to be kind and compassionate and including everybody. How blessed will you be? And how more of a blessing can you be to others? So go out and shine bright today and see how you can be more like Jesus.